0: hot now? You're hot
1: now. Hey, I'm wearing a hoodie, Ryan. that's why. Oh. oh. <laughs> Are you mad about the tweet that I made about RTX Sydney?
0: Uh-oh. No, I could never be jealous of Gavin. All
1: right, yeah, he's a good looking
0: dude. Do you, do, do
2: you want to work some stuff out? Or Sorry, welcome can, to the patch. Yeah. Hey, what's Ryan, up? could you please Where me? we, <laughs>
0: we patch things up. Brought nice. to you by, sure, that's a good, a good segue there. Brought
2: to you by Blue Apron and Trunk Club. Perfect. Thank you to them for sponsoring this therapy session. Dressed up and go to
1: a nice dinner together. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. All right. I said Gavin was good looking on Twitter. That's what all this is about.
0: He is. He really is. I'm Ashley.
2: Hey, I'm Bernie. I'm Ryan.
0: And uh, we're going to talk about video games for an hour or so. You know, I'm always tempted to go way over when Gus isn't here, but now we can't go way over because Ryan's got to run off and do YouTube primetime.
2: I just have to sprint out of the room at like a minute to five and then sprint into the room over there so it's a really interesting transition.
1: Well it works out really well because I mean having the last couple of games you've been playing has been
2: uh, uh... What's the horror slasher game? Uh, we did Dead by Daylight I think, last week? Yeah, Dead by Daylight, yeah. right? And you're always the killer in that pretty much. No, no, be no, the best no. we rotate. No, Jeremy's actually the one that sp- spends the most time as the killer. Oh really? Mm-hmm. He's, yeah. he's quite prolific.
0: Does he win that honor? Does he earn it or...?
2: Oh, he's quite the slaughtering little man. I see. Mm-hmm.
0: Good to, good to <laughs> He's taking
1: away your reputation <laughs> As the resident psychopath <laughs>
0: yeah, So we'll just blame YouTube Primetime For the reason that we can't have all our shenanigans that go crazy over Because if it's just the two of us going over It's going to turn into a discussion about like Oh we need to pick up uh, at the store for dinner and... For the
1: patch it's going to be my like monthly appearance My update on what's going on in Fallout Shelter
0: Yeah what's going on in By Fallout way, Shelter Are still yeah, going on?
1: Yeah they're He's updating still playing. it all the time I'm, I'm, I'm so close to wrapping that game up what does that mean? It means leveling, getting up, first of all, the 200 uh, uh, vault dwellers in your vault, and then you get all their stats up to 10 on each of the special stats. And then the hard part is the long play after the, uh, the post game is getting all of the weapons and outfits.
0: Dude, he's across got everything. He has, I should you not, printouts? of everything that's in the game, and they're like, checked off one (laughs) by one. Yeah. This is how thorough he's being with this completionist bullshit. What do you get if you get Uh, it all? Nothing. Yeah. Does it count count towards your gamer score, anything? Nope. Mm -mm. Yeah. And the the
1: really frustrating part about it, too, is like, the only people that are left playing this game that I can see on, like, forums and things are people who have it and just, like, edit their save files so they get everything. It's like, (laughs) so I know I could do that, but I'm just refusing to do it. I like it because it's a game, you load it up, you click on some stuff, you set up what you want them to do for like the next two days and then you just kind of leave them alone. Uh-huh. They're like, it's like a fish tank, you know? Yeah. Very relaxing to do that. Except when I have to break up the charts and check stuff off. But right. they did just add for Halloween... What did they add? They oh my themes God. themes now to where you can like redo your room. That's it. I'm not to talking about Fallout <laughs> Shelter anymore. That's it. Wait, well, redo,
0: the- wait, redo your room in what way?
1: Well, like you can go out and find fragments of like skins that you could put on the different rooms so like now you can have oh God, like
0: wallpaper of, did it just turn into like animal crossing happy home designer it
1: is so instead of like a Voltec diner now you can have a Minuteman diner or a brotherhood of steel diner or an institute diner
0: but you have to go out and find the the wallpaper and the, the decorations. that's
1: child's play
2: that's easy
0: what do you do then do
1: that in a weekend
2: i, I like the, the whenever somebody will post something about like oh i stopped playing six months ago and i left one guy out there yeah and they'll check back in and the guy will still be going. I mean, his inventory's been full forever. Uh, but you can call him back and then you have to wait another however long for him to return to So what, to what is
0: this? Are these the themed rooms?
2: These are the Halloween themed rooms. That's the diner and the
1: barracks. They uh, update updated so you have a spooky Halloween theme. And you can get new outfits like a skeleton outfit and Ooh. a ghost. Wow. And you even have to run certain quests. By the way, there's quests in Fallout Shelter now. Uh, there's, you can run certain quests, you have to have the ghost outfit do it, because you go scare other vault dwellers out of their
2: vaults, basically.
0: And then what, take their stuff?
2: Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> yeah
0: that's the future. Yeah, you, so, Ryan, you hadn't heard about the quests being in it?
2: Uh, no, well, I remember those like lunchbox things. I'm going to get hammered if
1: we talk about Fallout Shelter <laughs> this much. Audience is going to friggin' it, hate me.
0: Give it a couple of minutes. It's a
1: year and a half old game at this point, mobile game, that nobody's playing. And I, I'm it's playing also, it on PC. Wow. Hey, but it's also a played. PC game now. Yeah, you can play it on multiple That's what got me hooked back into it.
0: It's it's like the not depressing version of this war of mine. (laughs) (laughs) It's like the one with a potential... You can't say happy ending because it doesn't end. But the one where everything's not terrible and grim and black and white and where you don't have to shoot old ladies for their food.
2: Yeah, nobody can die, right? In Fallout Shelter. Oh, no, they die. Saw a great meme. You just don't care. Okay, well then never mind. Yeah, I saw a
1: great meme today about... uh, That you can't kill kids in Skyrim. Mm -hmm. And like it was a guy talking to a kid, and the kid's like, Oh, you're here to lick my dad's boots. And he's like, How old are you? He says, Seven. It's like, Then the little dialogue comes up wait 11 years. (laughs) (laughs) And then he kills the kid with arrows (laughs) after that because he couldn't kill him when he was still a kid.
0: Yeah, That's a lousy rule. <laughs> Worth it. We're
1: kind, of, kind of open world where you can't kill kids? What's wrong with you? There are mods. To, there are mods I'll, that allow you yeah, to do Are that. there really? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, my
2: God.
0: There's also, though, like all the crazy mods that turn them into like children of the corn. <laughs> just like all kinds of... Like, they they make all the kids extra creepy. That's just giving you more
2: reason to kill them.
0: Right? Yeah. So you just install those mods together. Because um, uh, Skyrim Special Edition is out. Uh, and that means that mods are available on the consoles. Some mods. Some mods.
2: Which it, there was kind of a big... Hello, blue about the fact that so PS4 only allocates or allocates one gigabyte versus five for Xbox One, I believe.
0: Yeah, so um, the PS4 <laughs> version has. Never really happened before. Oh uh, yeah, this thing's real loose. I swear this never happens to us, specifically to Ryan. Uh,
2: yeah, tighten that there bad boy up.
0: Um,
2: I just need to screw it harder. <laughs> it's true. It's got screws and nuts.
0: True. Just just push it in harder, and then everything will be fine. Mm-hmm. Um. The, uh, yeah, so uh, PS4 has restrictions. One of the restrictions is the size. Um, it's, uh, it's like 900 megabytes a gigabyte uh, as opposed to five gigabytes, which is the mod size limit for Xbox One. But the big thing that, uh, that modders have to work around for PS4 actually is like there's no custom scripts, no external assets. So Macho Man Randy Savage Dragon? Not on PS4, yeah. And that
2: was the best one. It's, I,
0: and I You know, I, it's, a lot of it is uh, Sony's philosophy. If you're able to create original stuff on the platform, they consider you a developer. And uh, that seems to be the, one of the real hangups when Bethesda initially said, we're not going to do mods on PS4. Uh, that's it. Uh, it was because there were things like licensing, because they need like mods or like developer licenses to be able to do original content with mods and all that sort of stuff because Sony didn't want to give modders that level of access to change things in games on the console. Which to some degree, I, you know, I, I understand they've had all kinds of problems with hacking and such in the past. Um, people being able to do all sorts of crazy stuff that they shouldn't be able to do. So I get it a little bit, but it does suck for PS4 users because there's so much that you can't have like like a lot of the custom quests that you'll be able to do, uh, custom landmasses, graphics overhauls, that sort of stuff, you won't be able to have on PS4 because you'd be pulling in, say, external textures and scripts and all that sort of stuff.
1: Yeah, can I be honest? Yeah. I don't that, that doesn't bug me at all. Like not having mod support, I don't want that on consoles. Yeah, like, well, that's what you, I, that's my PC experience. You
0: never played the game turning all the arrows into giant pink floppy dildos. That was. So do that on PC though.
1: I mean, I'm thinking about like when I load up a match on Team Fortress or Counter Strike, and I've got to load all these variants and all these sound files and everything else just to play one match. And it's like just because some guy in the match has some kind of mod, and there's like a billion other reasons, you know. But I, I I look at consoles as a Set experience, and honestly, like more vanilla experience. That's why I like consoles, and I and I save the other stuff for my PC experience. Yeah, but
0: no one's forcing you to install the mods. I think this is actually really cool because it's That's the what first time that console users
1: that wouldn't be a, that wouldn't be a killer for me.
0: <laughs> oh, those poor people! They're <laughs> only just getting mods. My my.
1: <laughs> <laughs> There's good news though for PlayStation this week. The uh, I don't know if it's actually good for PlayStation, it's good for PlayStation users. Is that Steam is adding native support for the PlayStation controller into Steam. Right. What I think is kind of interesting because it just shows how Steam has such a control over the Windows environment that Microsoft would never I don't think like go out of their way to make native support mm-hmm. for the DualShock controller. Uh, they do have it for the 360, uh,
0: isn't it? I'm- but now
1: it's in Steam, isn't this a workaround for it?
0: Uh, well, this is um they so they've really like they bumped up the support for it big time. I'm pretty sure you could use one before, but I don't know if you, I can't remember if you had to install a custom driver or what. I do recall that I used a PS4 controller. I think it was for, it was for I Am Setsuna, You can
1: hook it up via USB, like cable and everything like that. Right. But it's like, this is like definitive support. Like with the Xbox, they have peripherals and everything else that you can hook in and go wireless as well. I just think it's like, I think it's good that now you can use anything. It's, it's like when anyone owns kind of a monopoly, or the closest thing to it, on your desktop, they can do a lot of things without actually just n- outright not supporting it. They just support other things better.
0: Right, um, and you know, and it's nice because some people do prefer the feel of the, the DualShock 4 controller over the Xbox controller and so on, so it is good to have options. Uh, but I think that what they really did with this was they made it so you'll be able to like remap buttons on the controller to other things because they said that um, between the Xbox One controller and the DualShock Four controller, thanks to of all things, actually the touchpad on the DualShock Four, it's the closest in terms of sort of, of functionality overall to the Steam controller. Yikes! And that's why they're able to do that. So you'll be able to like go in and mess with the mappings and all that on the DualShock contro- Four controller, and they'll they'll do more stuff like that as well for the Xbox One controller later on. But it probably won't be to the same degree because it lacks that that input.
1: And right now in the PC environment. Uh, users have to rely on third-party applications. They specifically call out joy to key here in this Polygon article that I'm reading uh, to emulate keyboard input, or they have to do something similar for Xbox 360 controllers as well. So it's like, so this is more robust support. It allow them to use hopefully all the features like touchpad and everything else without having a third-party application to help them do that.
0: Yeah, which is fantastic. So I'm, I'm pretty I'm, happy about it. I would like that Steam controller so much more. If it was anything but its Steam controller. Yeah, it's really, it's just, it's made out, the materials it's made yeah. out
1: of, I just don't like those materials. It it's feels flimsy. like, it feels so cheap when you use it.
0: You know, that was the problem that I had with the PS3 controller, that I feel like has been drastically improved with the PS4 controller, is the PS3 controller always felt light. It felt... Empty, Like there was nothing in it. Like it was just a shell that mm-hmm. I could just like crack yeah, over like my you're getting
1: metaphorical territory. It felt empty. It felt Look like a, it was a like shell of a form of controller.
0: It felt like, really, it didn't have a passion for the games the that he was playing. Well, it was a shadow of a better <laughs> controller living within.
1: I love, I love the PlayStation 4 controller. I think it's the best controller really? in the market right now. Really? Except for the Xbox Elite. Because okay. I just love that controller. <laughs> it's and like, like
0: that, Ryan steps back from the ledge. It's like,
2: all right, well, the Elite. I mean, you feel like you could break a wall down with the Elite.
1: Yes, and like just the way that the sticks work and everything. Like the mm-hmm. springs in it feel like there's massive springs. And nothing's ever going to go wrong with this thing.
0: Well, yeah, nothing's going to go wrong as long as you don't lose any of the pieces off it. Yeah. They which, sell those
1: now, though. Which has happened a few times it.
2: in our office. Yeah, it's oh, yeah, oh Especially whenever Lindsay touches a controller. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> whenever she comes in for a versus or something, she ends up slamming it and just and sending just a thumbstick flying away. across the room. You
0: never find it again. No
2: let me tell you Michael will sit down and CSI that shit like he will find where the controller hit the thing and like try and figure out the flight path of the thumbstick and he's found it Every time. Really? Yeah. All that uh, that his upbringing of watching CSI programming really pays I off. I love he that for
1: a he'll stick. go through that amount of effort to find what is essentially a 10-cent replacement piece, <laughs> but they'll kick a hole in a desk with like $2,000 worth of equipment sitting on top of it. Well, that's because Gavin asked nicely.
2: <laughs> and uh, and there's a camera rolling. And Michael did know. That's how that happens. And Michael was not... Encouraging that to happen?
1: No, he wasn't. He was. He was trying to be the voice of reason. Which, if that ever happens,
2: watch the fuck out. <laughs> yeah, you, you
0: know you've gone off the deep end when Michael is the voice of reason. Yeah. Well, uh, speaking of
2: PlayStation, didn't the PlayStation Pro is coming out? What, tenth?
0: Yeah, November tenth. It comes out in a couple of days.
2: Which no one is really talking about it
0: um i feel like it'll ramp up as we get closer Mm -hmm. to it um i believe playstation sales have actually dipped a little bit which honestly i'd be surprised if they didn't given the insane momentum they've had for the past several years since it launched uh and i think it's into that resting mode like anyone who's waiting now is waiting for the pro to come out yeah why Um, would you
2: buy one now if it's like hey we're gonna have a better version in just like a week
0: you, you know i mean we say that but we also like the um, Xbox One sales took off in July when they announced, when they did, they did a price drop and they announced the Xbox One S, and pe- that, you know, all the analysts... What did you
1: see that as? Like, why, why the sudden increase? Just because they had new hardware? Yeah. Um, price drop. Right.
0: Because people love a deal. Uh, and that it was like the new slim version. I, you know, an I saw it as PlayStation
1: said, owners who didn't buy an Xbox at launch, now going, okay, now I'll buy the Xbox. Because we're used to this. Enough. Yeah, because there's always a second iteration of the of the hardware that comes out, and it's always a price drop or something that makes it cheaper.
0: Yeah, suddenly people feel like, okay, well, I can get my money's worth out of this if it's this cheap.
2: And the Scorpio's next year off.
0: Right. So. You know, all the analysts, when it came out, were saying that like they killed Xbox One S right out of the gate because they also announced Scorpio in a year. I'm like, <laughs> you're assuming an awful lot of patience on behalf of gamers. Right. Uh, well, and- see, I bought
1: an Xbox S... Because it solved a problem for me, I don't know what the PlayStation Pro solves for me. Like, I like my PlayStation 4, it's great. It's already a good-looking console, it's already sleek. It doesn't have a massive freaking power brick like the Xbox One did, and then got rid of in the S. You know, the S is great. It like honestly, it's a, because the Xbox One came out of the gate so clunky, it made the Xbox S more attractive than the PlayStation. <laughs> it Pro
0: was is their to me. secret that's, strategy all along. That's a
2: great way to approach designs like let's just make it so inconvenient that they'll want version two. We'll <laughs>
1: make this giant trash compactor <laughs> of a console with an extra power brick that's almost as big as it. So I mean I can't I really don't know. I look at the S and I'm like, how did they get this whole thing smaller, cheaper, and they got rid of the power brick at the same time? So it's,
0: it is impressive, for yeah, sure. It really is. Um, you know, but the and I don't like the look of the PS4 Pro as much. I don't, you know, I'm not going in for the hamburger look. <laughs> People uh, are
1: really all over that.
0: But I also acknowledge that consoles, and I it was this was the same thing for the gigantic, clunky Xbox One. It's going to go on a, on a shelf, and I will never worry about it again.
1: Oh
2: yeah, you'll never think about it again, right? Never
0: think like about it. Like once again.
2: I got the power brick, on so there this it is. So this
0: is this is the uh, this is the hamburger on its side. That looks great.
2: I mean, but basically... What's all, wrong with that? I mean, the only, the selling point on it... So there's a list of games that are forward compatible, but it's like, all right, so they're going to release it around the time of Infinite Warfare, which is an odd star to tie your... I lost that metaphor. It's an odd... <laughs> yeah. well, hold on,
0: it's an odd... Uh, star Thing to... Thing to hit your star to. to.
2: No, it's an odd
1: wagon to hit your horse
2: <laughs> to. There you go. There we go. Dang, yeah, that one works. It, it flipped over again, but it's about halfway through, so it's... Well, not quite. Never mind. That thing's done. Uh...
0: Yeah, I don't know what's going on Never with that mind. anymore.
2: It, it just doesn't. Don't pay attention it's to that. It's not accurate Paid, anyway. Pay no attention to that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, so it's not like they have like a killer title coming with it where they can go, this is why you should buy this over anything else. There's nothing that's not going to be playable on both consoles.
0: No, I believe that What's that the big
2: selling point for the Pro? 4K gaming?
0: Uh, yep. Near 4K. Um, yeah, I 4K. Don't, it, 4K-ish. Well, it doesn't, I don't think it doesn't do native, but it does upscaling and reportedly it does upscaling better than pretty much everywhere else. It does, it uses... Subpixels which sound like fiction when you say it out loud, but it's the thing these are RGB subpixels to kind of like fill in the gaps And it makes a much clearer picture when you uprise it.
1: Yeah. I, you know, I just think it's like, these you're things are like... You're looking
0: at me thinking that, that subpixels are, are a fantasy, right? No, no, no.
1: I believe you. You're, you're you're very much steeped in the knowledge of the video game industry on a yes. day-to-day basis. Yes,
0: teraflops.
1: I just look at these things as like...
0: Technical things. We've
1: all bought so many iterations of smartphones now, especially if you're an iPhone user, which most people are. Um, <laughs> it's still the biggest brand, right? Uh, no, I, no is it so, not I mean it's not, an it's, iOS is not the
2: biggest Oh you mean as a platform Yeah uh it's like the, the most sold phone still cuz Android is is killing in terms of just platform, but I don't know, you're right, it's it's a, an open platform. So yeah, Android's in bigger than iOS, yeah. but as
1: the brand is like a phone that people own, I think iPhone still has the could biggest be. market share, which is, it's a, that's a dubious distinction anyway. But I do think people get used to the fact that they're like, oh, I can buy an iPhone this month, or this year, or I can wait next year and get the real version of it, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people now at launch, like, they people prefer PlayStation or prefer Xbox, they buy that one at launch, and then they know once there's a catalog of games on the other platform that they have to play, they wait, there's a price drop, and there's a better version of the console that comes out.
0: Yeah, and you know, we're, we're getting to I did that, that with point ps well. it's, it's weird how far we are into this console lifecycle because it doesn't feel like it. It still feels like they're brand new consoles, but this is, what, three years at this point?
1: Yeah, but weren't we promised 10 for this one? This, these
2: were 10-year consoles, weren't they?
0: They might still be around 10 years.
2: Was that ever something stated or was that what just everybody assumed? Well, I think the
1: the criticism they got was that they Mm -hmm. said these are going to be 10 year consoles. It's like, yeah, but they're all like 1080. Right. Right. resolution. It's Not like, even. I yeah. mean, the,
2: the Xbox One is stretching for right. 1080. It's sub so <laughs> Yeah, it's under
1: Yeah, but no, but the, the, I remember at the time there was a lot of criticism for, for I believe I want to say it was Microsoft saying, this was going to be a 10-year console or a 10-year console cycle for these things. It's like, there's just no way, even sitting there at that time, that that was going to happen.
0: Well, it's one of those things, too, though, where you look at everyone, it was like, they said Destiny was going to be 10 years. I'm like, well, that means for the franchise, 10-year franchise.
2: Right, right. There's no
0: way that just Destiny was ever going to be a 10-year game. And if you bought it thinking that, I have a bridge I'd like to sell you. <laughs> because that's just not the... Like, no, Aside we'll from releasing World updates, of Warcraft, great. there aren't games that just last for 10 years. Well, I mean, I guess there's Eve Online, which is now doing its whole like free-to-play thing. And mm-hmm. but there aren't okay, so there's not a lot of games that do this. I guess World of Warcraft is still thing.
2: around. And yeah. But no, you're right. It's it's not a platform that can sustain that long.
1: Here's an article I'm reading back from 2013. At the beginning of every console generation, there's always a discussion about how long the publisher will support a system. Uh Xbox said they would support the, X, or Microsoft said they would support the Xbox One for 10 years after launch. Okay, but that, that also a, though, a slippery word.
0: keep in mind as well that, uh, so, um, Xbox 360, it was what, 8 years?
1: We're probably, we're probably Xbox here for a while out. because we built for the future. And a lot of people are like, you built uh, for the current mm-mm. standards.
0: Um, but, uh, Xbox 360 was 8 years, then Xbox One came out, and they still had games releasing for Xbox 360. Microsoft. Not, not so much anymore, that was like a very gradual slowdown where, but for, you know, at the very least the first year, up to two even, developers were still releasing their games <coughs> for Xbox 360 as well, so there you go, it's like 10 years. It doesn't mean that it's gonna go 10 years before they launch something else, it just means that they'll continue supporting the ecosystem. But well, the
1: language around it when you're launching a product too is, it, it definitely feels that way, because the director of marketing, Xbox marketing at the time said, this is a
2: console that you will own for conservatively 10 years. Didn't they just uh, release the last PS3 title like two years ago? I mean, it's you mean PS2 they, title? Uh, it was it PS2? Sorry, yeah. PS2 title, yeah. So, I mean, there, yeah, that's there's a lot of I mean, I have a PS2 uh, somewhere. You could have bought a new game for it like up to th- two, three years ago. Get right on that. There you go. So, yeah, it was probably a football game, I imagine. Probably uh, so. UK football, not American, football, <laughs> like specifically UK. Yeah, football. uh, hold well, on, I'm gonna read this real quick. Not all ingredients are created equal. Fresh, high-quality ingredients taste better and are better for you. So it's important to know where your food comes from. Blue Apron knows that when you cook with incredible ingredients, you make incredible meals. So they set the highest quality standards for their community of artisanal suppliers, family-run farms, fisheries, and ranchers. Whether it's Japanese ramen noodles, wild-caught Alaskan salmon, or heirloom tomatoes, Blue Apron is bringing you the best. For less than $10 per meal, Blue Apron delivers seasonal recipes along with pre-proportioned ingredients to make delicious home-cooked meals. Blue Apron features new recipes that are created each week by Blue Apron's culinary team and are not repeated within a year. Each meal comes with a step-by-step, easy-to-follow recipe card and pre-proportioned ingredients and can be prepared in 40 minutes or less. Check out this week's menu and get your first three meals free with free shipping by going to blueapron.com slash thepatch. You will love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron, so don't wait. That's blueapron.com slash thepatch. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. Thank you to Blue Apron for supporting this podcast. We like cooking. I like cooking, too. I don't always do it well, though, so I need some Blue Apron in my
0: life. Um, So... A shout out to uh, Nerdtron JJ on Twitter, who actually just sent us um, a quick look at where the different market share sits for mobile phones. Samsung is actually number one at the moment, twenty-two um, percent market share, compared to Apple at number two with twelve point nine percent market share.
1: Twenty-two to twelve point nine, so that's a trouncing, I would say. And
0: that's just Samsung. Also,
1: also, what that shows is that there's no other phones that are on iOS. So iOS yeah. is 12%, 13% of the market
2: total. That's true, but there are multiple revisions of the iPhone out at the moment. So you could argue at the same time. There's like,
0: multiple revisions of Samsung Galaxy, whatever. Well, what was
1: oh, it's 12% is
2: it? of the
0: iPhone what? Um, Apple. Just Apple, Just all, Apple. all iPhones. Yeah.
1: So that's all iOS. Yeah. I mean, there's iPads and things like that, but I don't really count those as like smartphone yeah. iOS devices.
0: Yeah. I yeah, it's, I uh, think it's, agreeing, it, it is
1: I like one of those things where, where Apple used to use that. As a way of saying, oh, look, we have, you know, we only have 12% of the market share, but it's, if you look at everyone else, it's like the PC market is so fragmented and split up by everyone else. They've kind of been fighting this, this battle for decades now yeah. for that company.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, and, and that's the thing about um, Android is that it is splintered. So Android as a whole makes up, you know, 80 plus percent of the smartphone market, but uh, Samsung itself, you know, is. Is twenty two percent of the total market, and then you've also got um, Huawei, um, Oppo, Xiaomi, like a bunch of other smaller ones as well. R. I. P. Nokia.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so well, H. T. C. And she
1: told me yesterday they're not going to kill the Note line.
2: No, uh, Samsung's no, so got another one already yeah. planned. Well, I'm, they already. I'm sure they already had the iteration in the works. So. You, why would you? You maybe you, you rebrand. Yeah. I mean, but everybody's gonna be like, "That's it's the Note 8. Called the, the, <laughs> the Samsung No Explodey Phone. That's exactly <laughs> what I would call it. I, but she was like, "Who's gonna buy that?" I was like, "I would, I would probably buy that." It, well, I, honestly, every, the phone gets a lot of hate, but it was the battery, right? Well, the phone that's in the battery. <laughs> well, the, well, yeah. The battery I mean, that's in the phone, excuse me. And it it's built into the phone, I'm yeah. sure. It's only one of those non-removable kind. But at the same time, the battery technology, I don't know if the battery was even made by Samsung. Yeah, but that's splitting well, hairs in that way What about the new one? I mean, the, that's the true. The thing
0: that uh, was kind of a weird thing, because, you know, um, so Samsung, they did the recall, they started sending out replacement phones, and then the replacement phones had the same issue. The replacement phones had batteries from a different manufacturer. Hmm. But Samsung has not yet been able to replicate what was causing the fires, So they just—you know—one of the reasons they just killed it. But it caused such an issue for the company's market valuation, and it's a PR nightmare ongoing. I'm kind of surprised they don't just start a whole new line of Android phones. No
2: PR is bad PR. I don't know about that for consumer products.
0: That valuable? Why not just start a new line?
2: Yeah. Well,
1: here's my hope: is that these? I feel like smartphone developments. Are just kind of metered out. Like they're like these half steps that we always take. Mm -hmm. And I feel like the technology could be so much better, but it's more lucrative and more profitable for them to like slowly roll these features out. Hopefully, something like. This brand crisis that Samsung is in with the Note will allow them to like go, hey, let's just make a really, really awesome phone that everybody has to buy. I mean, if you think about
2: it, though, phone technology is pretty amazing already. It already is, yeah. These are like Star Trek devices, I always say. Uh, the fact and that are better you can than use Star Trek for, devices. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, well, the fact that you can essentially use it as a standalone VR device already, and mm-hmm. it is comparable in some games graphically than... Uh, things you could play on say the PlayStation VR. You
0: be careful when you say that or the, the VR purists will set you on fire
2: uh, Well, no, it's not like you're talking about no, it's still VR. It's not It's uh, VR.
0: It's it's I'd say that when you're saying it's on par with that's really not the case. It's much lower resolution It's lower refresh rate. No, it's higher
2: resolution Your phone is a higher resolution than the Morpheus Split or, into? or the PlayStation VR uh, Can be some of those are quad HD screens sure
0: quad h4 wait 4k phone screens yeah uh, we're talking about we're talking about like crazy android stuff now these iphones don't do that shit
2: oh no no yeah i'm talking about real good
0: phones. <laughs> right. also ones
2: ones that that are so good that they might explode they're so awesome yeah and it's really interesting to me it's like the
1: phone has the ability with the accelerometer in it to as you turn it can tell you where you're turning but i have to have lighthouses for my home vr setup
2: well here's the thing so the what phones don't do really well right now and what they really are working on is so you can do look around, great, no problem. But if you want to do positional this, yeah, yeah, you're in trouble. Yeah. Uh, which they're they're working on things like using the front cam- facing camera to scan the room around you to be able to replicate that move that movement. Uh, it's it, it, actually H- We talked about this last week, right? Microsoft is working kind of with HTC and some other developers to use what seems like maybe they're they're hacking some of the uh, technology from um, uh, Hololens. To uh yeah, to make phones do more of that. Because they've yeah, they announced a, a bunch of
0: headsets. Yeah, yeah, and um, and they're inside out tracking, which is something that you know it seems Hollands is doing as well. Uh, obviously um, Oculus Santa Cruz is doing inside out tracking too. It seems like that's the next phase is now that they've they're building them to untether them. Because having that that rope sticking off the back of your head is like the, is now the bottleneck. But at the same time, the HoloLens
1: is so bulky. It's like a combination of, like, Jory LaForge and RoboCop. It's just this enormous, like, visor that you wear. The hope that I have is what they did with the Xbox One to the Xbox One S, Mm -hmm. how they shrunk everything, got all the components they needed in that box. Hopefully they can continue to apply that, and we get a HoloLens. It's actually a wearable device. I mean, this thing is like a ring that goes around your head right now. It's just like – it's not practical and – any stretch of the imagination. Well, especially for an AR product. If yeah. they can, go out uh, in the real, real world with, you know? Yeah.
0: If they can learn uh, anything from what PlayStation's done, I think that would be ideal.
2: Well, I mean, HoloLens and PlayStation, their setups were, were pretty close to the same thing. Uh, I mean, it's still just a band that tightens around your head mm-hmm. with an independent screen that's adjustable in front of you. So definitely way more wearable than the others, uh, for especially for protracted wear. Yeah. Um, but again, it is slightly different. Apple's oranges thing to AR versus VR. It's a lot of things are easier with VR than AR. You don't have to worry about transparency for one, which is great. Did
1: you guys hear about Phil Spencer's comments about mm-hmm. VR.
0: That he um, he said that uh, Scorpio will support VR basically like when there's something worth supporting.
1: When it's Ooh. not like as far as I mean demos and uh, and that's, what, that's oversimplifying. But he, he basically yeah. he's not he, he he's basically really not.
0: um I mean you know it was it was real talk, but it's also like considering that. Like the day before they had just announced a whole line of VR headsets for Windows 10 and everything. Not the most like, you know, PR friendly comments, I guess. But uh, yeah, he, he more or less said that what's available now is like tech demos and and gimmicks. It's, it's, you know, it's very much the early days still where there's, you know, and we I feel like we're broken record. We say this like every week, but there's not a system seller for VR yet. There's not a yeah. game that's worth... Getting VR to experience. You now get VR and then look around for an experience that you can have. The
1: VR to me seems like the logical progression at this point of the Wii. Where everybody seems to have the setup and it's just going to gather dust on your shelf. It's going to be the most popular
2: thing that nobody uses. The, The weird thing about this whole situation is I feel like... Facebook was right on the nose. The best application for VR right now is those uh, interesting like social experiments where um, just very social platforms where a bunch of people can get like Rec Room is a a game where a bunch of people can get together and play like paintball or racquetball. I mean just games that are are good for multiple players or just to hang out and like chat and talk. And Oculus is the one making the, the least use of it I think. Totally not a patch discussion, but you guys will both appreciate this. I saw one of the most amazing things I've ever
1: seen in my life. It's a game, it's like a cross between like paintball and um, like Hunger Games, where it's paintball where you're like in rivers and you have like these uh, inflatable pylons and everything, but your weapons are bows and arrow, but there's no uh, arrowhead it's like a beanbag and so you're Ooh. shooting arrows at people and that's the, that's the tag that you play so it's like these four groups or excuse me these groups about four or five people all just firing arrows at each other <laughs> Wait, absolutely want to do real it real thing real thing
0: can we do it in Austin
1: yeah you wear the helmet and all that you know it looks like, it looks like a normal paintball helmet and it's just it looks freaking incredible
0: it could be really fun maybe they can uh, find uh, a video maybe we can, about maybe it, can of do an outing there
1: we go I don't think it's in Austin though no Dang. ah
0: well, maybe we can find out what city it's in, and then find a professional reason to go to that city, and then have an outing
2: while we're there. Right? Absolutely. <laughs> next time we have a convention. Uh, have you tried PlayStation VR with something other than the PlayStation yet? I think you mentioned. No, you were um, try
0: no, it. I've, I've got it. I keep meaning to try it with um, with it's the next. It, it's literally sitting. in
2: our living room. Yeah, because
0: like... wanna... oh, Well, it's hard to get like get all the cables through our wall to get to the console.
2: Oh, that looks awesome! It looks like a marshmallow. It looks like a in marshmallow. There. It's like a yeah, pad under cool. the arrow. So, um, or there's someone's gonna powder your face from across the
1: room. <laughs> Very I aggressive. Do <laughs> of a face.
0: I do have a couple of cool experiences um, for PSVR though. I've now got I've got Battlezone and I've got um, Eve Valkyrie. So that's all like super super awesome. Uh, and I have to thank PlayStation VR in general for. I like I I'm crossing my fingers still, but I feel like it's the first step towards really popularizing VR. Based on reports that. In like its first weeks, it's it was it's been shipping hundreds of thousands of units, as opposed to uh, Oculus and Vive, which uh, you know they're the premium experiences and they're the you know the f- the forerunners and everything. But they're like we maybe hit a hundred thousand, and you know just because they they're more expensive and they're they require really beefy PCs and all that. Where this one came out and it's like you know it's close. Uh, and also, it's half the price. And if you got a PS Four, and you know, forty million of you do, then just give to go. And uh, you know, so it might be the thing that actually popularizes VR.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I I feel VR losing momentum. I feel it happening. It, it is. It, it's yeah. just like it's it's like there was this big surge of
2: interest, and now she can just feel it waning so quickly. They're still looking for that killer app. As soon as they yeah. find something that sells the units. Uh and it will probably whenever it shows up, it will probably be cross-platform. You'll mm-hmm. probably be able to play it on uh PlayStation VR. Well, here's uh here's what like. I hope is that
1: cross-platform doesn't mean like Vive to the Oculus even. Like now they're talking about like breaking out those as separate platforms. It's like that's gonna kill it. That's well, gonna kill
0: specifically, it. Oculus feels like Vive is its own play, or feels like Oculus is a platform mm-hmm. and Vive is a platform. Like they, they don't see themselves as like
1: the PC This is your monitor. Right. They
0: see themselves as a platform. Uh, and so which is you know, we had the issue earlier in the year with the Oculus locking down their store to their platform right. and, and so on and so forth because they they see their headset as a platform in and of itself. No. Um and you know it, it is <laughs> in case anywhere from
1: Oculus is watching. No. Nope.
0: Um, well, I mean, the, not it's not
1: true. Wrong. It's not you entirely
0: without reason if you think about it, because you know, you say Matt, just hear me out. hear oh, gotcha. me you. Okay. So take the Vive, and it's got its lighthouses, and it comes with it came with the motion um, tracking controllers and all that. Oculus launched as a sit down experience, and its touch controllers are coming out n- now. So right. it was it was backwards. So you wouldn't the game experiences weren't one to one.
1: No, I agree with that. But your gaming um, experiences aren't one to one with any different set of peripherals. Right. Sure. I mean, if you have a different mouse or a different keyboard, you know, or even a different monitor, at a different resolution or aspect ratio, or you don't have you have a single monitor versus double monitor. I mean, that's I look at it like you do. I think where these are peripherals, these aren't platforms. They're like monitors. They're they're it monitors with advanced functionality. That's the way I try to look at it. And I think more importantly, from an overall ecosystem for all everyone in the VR world right now, I think they should all realize they're kind of in the same boat at this point. It's like Get that boat moving, and then get in your separate lifeboats at that point. And start doing something. Because it's like, right now, any efforts that you make separate from one another are just sinking that
2: ship. Yeah. I, I sure true. And uh, one of the things they really got to figure out to make it work for everybody is locomotion. And I, I wanted to mention that. You did that. that. You broke it. We uh, we played a game that I don't think this video is up yet, but it's uh, VR of the Champions in a game called 69 Ways to Kill a Zombie. Yeah. It's just like a zombie wave type game, but it just drops weapons and you grab them. But the way you move around is you just start doing this with your arms. And while that looks ridiculous, it actually felt okay in the game. Really? Yeah. I I mean, I don't think I would want to do that for every game. I don't want to go... Every time I tried to move, but it responded very well, like to how fast you were doing it, and you really picked up speed, or you could just kinda like <laughs> stroll. I mean, I'm sure you could probably do it more natural like a human, but at the same time you're holding weapons, so you wanted to kind of have them up here.
0: The connect is over somewhere crying in a corner. <laughs> well, I
1: actually I actually saw a demo that a guy had made, mm-hmm. I guess, using the SDK, where he took one of the controllers and just tucked it in the mm-hmm. belt of his pants in the front. And it was so it basically left him with one. So you couldn't mm-hmm. dual wield, but you had a single gun. And the game was designed as such, and then when he like, would walk in place, it would move the one that was sitting in his mm-hmm. pants, and that was the walking controller. If that moved, that meant you were walking forward. That's your W key, yeah. essentially. You know? And so that's the way it worked. And it was uh, I know a lot of people that worked in VR were like, Oh, that's pretty cool. You know, that's Just, that's an innovative
2: solution to a problem we all have, which is, how the fuck do we get people to walk? He turned it into a pedometer, and it works fine. Sure. I mean, it's the same technology. Up and down. Just track that, and then you, you know what a step looks like.
1: Yeah. So, I, it, I mean, we're talking about something that we think is losing interest and we're talking about for a long period of time. But what is, to you, if you had to sit someone down and give them a VR experience, what's the one title you'd
2: say, try this? See, that's the problem with VR is that 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 is something you can answer with a thousand titles. Because putting them in it the first time and just saying, like, check this out. Like, here's the, the deep blue or or the, the under the water thing, or versus maybe like even Brookhaven experiment where you want something kind of spooky with right. a shooter. Go
0: on an amusement park ride.
2: Yeah, I mean there's there's so many things that you could do that are great 30 second, five minute experiment. Right, uh, but you, what uh, would you do? Why,
0: why are you look? at me? Uh, I, I'm over here just thinking how much I'd really like to have like a VR perspective of Civ.
1: Oh, wow, that'd be crazy, or SimCity. Right,
0: Like think because it occurs to me like the, the, the perspective of Civ is kind of like a god game. Yeah? Because you're, you know, you're up there, you're above it all. Yeah. If you could just like, like almost like grab parts of the map and like drag yourself around and or like zoom, like planet, zoom in on units like and like, 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 like pick them up and move them over here, that would be so.
1: You sound like sweet. Peter Mullen. You you're like, shut it's up. Like, it's like you're doing a demo for a new game. you basically you, I do into a board game. the
0: power of touch.
1: Yeah, you can bring populace back. And also, do the game you like get that.
0: a dog, and you will love him.
1: <laughs> you know, honestly, when I see those, uh, when people make those AR sandboxes uh-huh. where they have a projector. That yeah, and a sensor that can measure the height of the sand and then it paints it to look like topography. topography. Yeah, um, that reminds me so much of Populous, and it's like a game in VR where you could like grab land and raise and lower hills and stuff like that. People would love that. Like, but what if they made Bryce? Remember that old landscape yeah uh, I engine that. that they would make, and you people would constantly make these landscapes. Did
0: anyone well, did anyone manage to do anything in Bryce besides make a crazy spiky island and then a giant metal s- sphere?
1: No. Did anyone manage
0: anything beyond that? Because that's as far as I ever got in that program.
1: That's like anybody, like most people in Poser, they just made the skeleton wave. and then that was <laughs> uh-huh. it, You know,
2: that's yeah, all, as it's, far as they the,
0: got. It's the hello world. Or it's they switched like to the
2: wang slider and just did that back that, and forth. Well, that was in later editions of Poser. To Poser. That, was that's the, every, that was Poser. That, that w- was the program was made to do that. That was them
1: responding to their audience.
2: The boob slider and the wang slider. That, that was
1: market awareness. I would say still <laughs> the VR title that I would sit anybody down and make <laughs> them play, if they wanted a the VR experience, would be Job Simulator. That's a great one. I just feel like it's very accessible... You get in there. You're in the world without much instruction. You immediately know what to do, and it's like a lot of fun. Yeah. You know?
0: I also think that um, if you're doing it with someone, um, keep talking, and no one explodes.
1: That is, you got to, That's a relationship tester. Yeah. That one.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. So you can, uh, you know, kill two birds with one stone.
1: Yeah. I don't play that
2: with JD anymore. <laughs> really?
0: I'm not playing this He's video. over it. Teddy yeah. loves that game. He
1: does, but it's it's stressful. It's very stressful.
2: There so was just, a guy that actually made a, a program that would answer all the questions for him. Oh, it was, really? It's just a. It's. A, I forget if it's. It's. I think it's voice activated. But he just would talk, and it would tell him what to do. Oh, okay. It, it was programmed with all the instructions and answered correctly every time.
0: But wow. then what happens when you're like you're by yourself and you're like, "Hey Siri, can you play a game with me?" I get
2: the feeling that guy's by himself a lot, I'm which so is loved. why I had to develop the app. Computer, do you love me?
1: Um, <laughs> I asked Alexa if she loved me that day. she told me basically told me to fuck off
0: <laughs> she, she was like I'm not programmed to do that and then but then he was like I love you and she's like, she like I love you too and he's like hey get your story straight yeah. robot
2: <laughs> they
1: uh was I, grudging, I, though. I recently read something about the questions that they get like they can review all the the voice to text data for this the questions that these voice activated Siri and Alexa and everything else now Google has one as well um that they can analyze like what, what requests are being made. And they said it's like in single male households, sometimes they get really fucking ridiculous. Oh. Like these conversations
2: that guys have with this computerized really? voice. It's, you could love a human though. You'd Wouldn't love it be me, me, right? i like, plug you in. i give you all the power a girl could want. I mean, a thing could want. You're crazy? It's like, it's like to think that that microphone is sitting on –
1: all the time in your house, just constantly. You know anything about it? That's creepy a, to me. Connects an eyeball. Just sitting if there.
0: We we intentionally put microphones in every room in the house.
2: I see. I when I stream at home, I've got a mic plugged in. Obviously. I unplug that yeah. whenever I'm done. Yeah. Just from the paranoia, like I I just don't want that to be on. Yeah, I agree with you. And I do nothing else in that room. Like I yep. leave that room, but I just I just don't want it to be an open line. I'm always worried I'm going to take the tour at Microsoft and go like, oh, and this
1: is the Connect. You want to see somebody's Connect somewhere in the world? Like this exists. Like of course it does. <laughs> Why you know? What do you come on? Don't fool yourself. Well, That's well, what I mean, happens when you the the don't
2: uncheck that. Send we data have a, back to us. The
1: Camera the in every <laughs> living room, and we didn't think of a, in advance that we should put something that we can look through those cameras. It's the
0: first fallacy, of course, being that anyone. Has has their connect plugged
1: in that's true yeah, that's um, fair. yeah. okay games. i think we should come up with a standard though if, if, it, if a recording device either audio or video is on it has it on the macbook where a green light in order to power the camera it has to pass you that green led so it has to come on and i also heard, heard a rule back in the day that in japan camera phones had to make a shutter noise yep that so that you knew when somebody was taking a picture,
0: right? Because of all the upskirts, there, there you was
2: go. Rampant upskirting. I think I think that we should require
1: that. Like if something's like the like if an Alexa is listening, I know it's listening because yeah. it lights up blue. You know, and you can't miss it really. So yeah,
0: I I, I mean I'd be down with that. Of course, um, that already exists with say certain laptops, but that can easily be hacked and bypassed.
1: Yeah, if they so can, that
0: that can also create a false sense of comfort
1: unless the microphone is powered through the light. That's yes. kind of harder to bypass that yeah. at that point in time. So,
0: you know, that According to Apple, should at least. get better. Yeah. But um, games that I would like VR support for. Obzu. What? Obzu. Ob-Zo. Like the underwater game that's kind of like Journey.
1: Like
0: mm-hmm. that? Journey. VR Journey. Totally sweet. J-
1: VR Journey would be pretty dope. Want to like
0: see a scarf floating out behind me? Dope as hell. Uh, um, also, I would like VR support for... Oh, I think I might actually enjoy experiences like Gone Home and Firewatch in VR. Sure, games that because I don't feel like those are games so much as experiences that you have, and I feel like the immersion that VR offers mm-hmm. would get me across the line on those. Because I've played them expecting games and got experiences and been mad about it, <laughs> uh, and I feel like that would, like that would get me right through that. Because going into VR and having that experience, I could be like, "This is real sick."
2: I, I need, especially if
0: you can give me like smoke inhalation.
2: I need a VR mech game. I don't know why there hasn't been a good one. Released. Yet. I
1: got one. I got one on the Oculus in the SDK days.
2: There, there was, was one yeah. on
1: there, and I can't remember what the name of it was. But I really enjoyed the experience you a were lot,
2: like on Mars or whatever. Right? Yeah. 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 No, that was great. It was a good one. Yeah. And I don't know why it's not turned into a product yet.
1: I don't know. It's like I and I also think it's like I'm still waiting for the VR title that comes out that's like it's not a vr version of something we already know mm-hmm. whether it's a vr version of a video game that already exists or a vr version of a real life experience like hitting the baseball or something like that there's got to be something they can do that's uniquely
2: vr hmm. i haven't seen it well hmm. let me read this real quick <clears throat> maybe we can talk about that audio speaking games, games, of mechs, clothes, uh we got to talk some titanfall before this is over yes uh, uh it's no secret that a lot of guys aren't great at making time to shop for clothes it's mm-hmm. true or girls. I mean, everybody has trouble finding time.
0: Some of us suck at shopping.
2: But, uh, you know, everybody still wants to look good. Right, fellas? Uh, trunk club hey. can help. And ladies. Uh, trunk club can Makes it easy for you to look your best in clothes that fit you perfectly and look amazing. Handpicked by your own personal stylist. Go to trunkclub.com slash the patch. Type in your measurements, sh- share your likes and dislikes, and Trunk Club will send a trunk of clothing straight to your door, handpicked by your very own personal stylist. Trunk Club is backed by Nordstrom, so stylists have access to some of the best designer brands. Try on your stylist selections, keep what you like, and send back what you don't. Trunk Club is a not... a Trunk Club is not a subscription service. Order club, clubs, order clothes, whatever you like, or clubs, probably not clubs though. From your own personal stylist, then take five days to try everything on. Returns are always free. Get started today at trunkclub.com slash the patch. That's trunkclub.com slash the patch. Trunkclub.com slash the patch. Go there now. Thank you for supporting this podcast.
1: You know what I just realized would be a freaky title to play in VR? What? The Sims. And if oh. it ma- Just like
0: watching people, or if you
1: could map your own house, oh, like and you could and like wander be around in, in your it? house with like controlling these people and everything. It's like like, oh. what, like
0: like rewrite your life the way you want it and control everyone around you. Do we want to raise people thinking Sh- that's
2: what The Sims is? Shut up, real wife. <laughs> My fake wife is talking. <laughs> <laughs> or like, hey, fake grind, time to work out <laughs> dom, dom, dom. while you eat your chips. That's what always got me
1: to stop playing The Sims every time I got into it. Was like, it's like. This guy's got to work out more. It's like, wait a minute, what am, I, what am I doing? I'm like, I'm like working on this like alternative version of me's career and his physique and everything else. It's like I'm, I'm leaving this. He's doing yeah. great. I'm gonna and go I'm for a run. I'd play it for
0: like a week and then, and then stop and go. Why, why am I living their life? And right. then I like put it down and just never, never pick it up again.
2: Sims is one of those games that I actually more so. Than, I mean, I have, obviously I've been playing video games my entire life. I've got a really good separation between reality and video game. And Sims is the only game that's ever gotten close to breaking that down a little bit. Where I had a real life thought, when I needed to go to the bathroom, that my bladder meter was too full. And I was like, fuck it, I gotta stop. That's too far. That's too far in my life. You've gone too far. When I assign a bar to myself.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You start start seeing all the meters?
2: Yes. It's like, that's taking over your life.
1: Imagine a Sims though, where you play and you have a character, but then everyone else in the game is not like a character controlled by you but actually controlled by
2: somebody else that's like Ooh. that's you like you mean Matrix, like an MMO basically. that's like Second Life right? a little bit yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> that's I mean the, but someone might play it
1: yeah somebody might play it <laughs> yeah. and you don't get attacked by flying dicks all the time
0: well, then really what's the point? What's that? What's the point?
1: <laughs> that's a mod for sims <laughs> Sims <laughs> Flying dick
0: Um, So we sims w- wanted busy. to talk about a couple things before you have to run away yep. and that was Titanfall 2 Yeah, I want to talk about Civ, but maybe we can save that for the post-show Okay, because I also want to talk about I also want to talk about Westworld being the best video game adaptation of all time
1: Titanfall 2 Has done fairly dismal in oh. the, At the at the cash register
2: it has yeah, and that's it's unfortunate that I, the single player campaign to that, uh, there's a, I mean, there are valid criticisms saying that it is uh, a fairly linear uh, story experience. It's a, a, a shooter, but I really like something about the storytelling was just nice. It was tight. It was shorter than you than I'd like, but that's that's always good. That means that they told a good story that I wanted more of it. Not that I got to the end of it. I've had experience where I got to the end of it and I was like, that's it. That's, that's all of that I wanted to play. And I've had experiences where I got to the end of it and I was like, God, I thank God it's over. I just got the achievement and that's all I needed. This was one of those that was on that, like I wanted more. Um, and it, it told had a good arc to it. Mm -hmm. Like it wasn't overbearingly, uh, with its storytelling overbearing with its storytelling. Um, I had almost like feels of when I played Halo for the first time, it's just like it had a story It went a weird place. Like a weird sci-fi place that I wasn't expecting from Titanfall. Um,
0: but it also, had to, you teach your you teach your Titan do, how to thumbs up. This is uh, trailer, don't worry. Okay.
2: Work. Yeah. Well, I, I was actually, I felt like I
1: didn't connect with the Titanfall franchise the first go-round because mm-hmm. of the lack of a campaign. That being said, I also have yet to pick up Titanfall 2.
2: Yeah.
1: I'm looking forward to picking up both Titanfall 2 to play the campaign and also Battlefield 1 because of the campaign mm-hmm. in that as well. But I, I have yet to do either.
2: Because I've just been busy with other stuff. It's it's good. It's worth it. The campaign in Titanfall 2 is good. It, and it gives you that, that way to play Titanfall even if you don't feel like playing multiplayer. Which yeah. sometimes happens.
0: I'm worried that EA will learn the wrong lessons from the way Titanfall 2 is selling. Um, Peter Moore has gone on record. He went on record before Battlefront came out saying the reason they didn't have a campaign in that is because no one cares about a campaign in these kinds of games. Uh, and now they put a campaign in Titanfall 2. No one buys Titanfall 2. Yeah. And I'm worried that they'll find something to blame like that instead of, oh, you released it right between Battlefield 1 and Call of Duty. Because they still, like, they they responded to people being like, why did you do that? You basically killed it. And they're like, no, no, no. They fill totally different kinds of niches.
2: No, it's... Uh, they're,
0: they're, they're the shooty holiday games. That's, you they're, couldn't they're, be more wrong. You're still competing for people's wallets.
2: Especially because it uh, wouldn't... I feel the, the the gameplay, especially when you're in pilot mode for Titanfall, is very at this point similar to Call of Duty.
1: Yeah, especially the the, the coming Call of Duty.
2: Yeah, I mean the, you're not working off two separate franchises. You're working off basically what could have been a mod for Call of Duty, uh, and sandwiching it next to Battlefield, which is another like hardcore. I just want a multiplayer experience kind of game, which usually has an you know an added single player campaign but it's like i want to have a multiplayer shooter where you die quick i mean it's one of those you got to have your reactions up there your toast mm-hmm. games it's it's too similar of a genre let me ask you a question yeah
1: you think titanfall 2
2: would have been better
1: or done better uh at launch if it had stayed an exclusive to the xbox
0: i well it d- depends i think that the reason that titanfall sold what it did was because it wasn't exclusive Microsoft threw fuck off money at it. They marketed the shit out of that game because this one wasn't an exclusive. Neither platform had any real incentive to give it special treatment, and as That's a result, asking, yeah, you didn't see much about it. So I would the say the only that thing I
1: saw was the EA possibly. announcement at E3. That's you're yeah. right. You're absolutely they, right.
0: I you know, and and maybe. I'm just not in the places that they were marketing it. True. Maybe they were did a crazy huge TV campaign that I never saw because I don't watch TV. Or at the X Games. Um, or at the, <laughs> the X Games, whatever. Um, you know, But I didn't feel like the game got the kind of marketing that the original game got because Microsoft threw all their weight behind because it.
1: Because it wasn't, it wasn't exclusive Because it anymore. wasn't exclusive. I mean, you can make the same argument. I mean, there was another exclusive that just came out, Gears of War 4, exclusive to Xbox on consoles. The Microsoft marketed the hell out of that thing. Sort I, of.
0: It was a weird sort of marketing that I feel like they did on that. I mean, they sent um, they sent Rooster Teeth a couch. That's the yeah. achievement. Her and office a bunch now. of Xboxes. And like eight Thanks, Xboxes. by the way. Yeah, mine yeah. got
2: here finally.
1: Maybe I maybe <laughs> I was just in a really weird place where I did see all the marketing for Ge- Gears Four, and mm-hmm. I follow people on Twitter who worked on the Gears team. But I feel like it's like gears It's like for something that far along in the franchise, they were marketing the hell. Well, they, they kind gears of had, had to push
2: it because it was one of the first entrants in the Play Anywhere. Uh, if you're going to try and make the Play Anywhere thing take off, Get you got to really support money. it. Yeah, yeah, although
0: I don't feel like Forza Horizon or ReCore got that love, love support either. And those were both Play Anywhere titles.
2: ReCore got some pretty heavy workup prior to its release. Uh, there was a fair amount of TV ads run for it and I mean I saw a lot of YouTube ads
0: okay I guess, kind of you must have missed a bunch of equivalent
2: that
1: stuff now. Re-core, ReCore reminds me so much of uh, Beyond Good and Evil I don't know why it's just like it feels like a similar game it's like female
0: this... female protagonist with a little bit of a female sidekick? protagonist in, in ReCore
1: yeah okay mm-hmm. So it's just like it's like this darling hit that like people who played it loved it and they're big evangelists for like you love the game right I
0: do I do I admit that like the game has it's flaws and the reason the people that criticize it are never admit that are they're more than you know Right to do so because mm-hmm. it does slow down a lot later on, and it goes oh. into a bit of a grind of like, well, I've got this power up, I guess, and I go back through every single dungeon and get these things and collect them. Uh, but as you're going through, particularly the early parts, and if you like, if you enjoy that sort of grind, I mean, it's very like it's very Metroidy in that you go back into areas that you've already been to with your new powers and get through places, and it's very Legend of Zelda in that it's all these big maps with the dungeons. Um, so I think there's a lot to love about it. But if people don't enjoy or if they can't get over those flaws, they're not wrong.
1: I liked watching you play it. It was fun to watch.
0: <laughs> oh, yay. <laughs> you're, so, you're so nice. <laughs> um, yeah, lately, what I, I, Civ has not been fun to watch. I just sit there like a lump and be like, one more turn. <laughs> one more turn. What
2: what time period have you gotten to? Modern. Okay. We but. haven't yet beaten, either of you beaten the game yet. No, I tried
1: a multiplayer game with six people, and it was like, it, w- w- it went fast. Like, it was like, Did we, it? Were, we were in full-on there's, war well, by, there's like, the like Renaissance new settings era. Now. Yeah. There's, there's
0: new settings for multiplayer so that you can go through games in, like, two hours instead. Um, because they've realized that if you have if you're asking a bunch of people to commit eight-plus hours to getting through a campaign, it's never going to happen. Um it's so they've fun. got these like these like, you know, additional modes that, that speed things up.
1: It's also fun when you know like people have been playing the campaign or the single mm-hmm. player for a while and they've learned the exploits that you've learned for the AI. But then when you see them trying to apply them you're like, I'm not an AI. Like, stop <laughs> you can't like make three cities in the first like thirty turns. I know you're spread too thin, just womp 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 mm-hmm. and go through people, you know what I mean? Yeah. So and plus it's a you know, you have to move pretty quickly because you know that if you don't, you're in an eight hour, ten hour yeah. Two day game at that
2: point. You know, yeah. it, gets, it gets long fast. Is there saving? Can you come back to the multiplayer? Game? Yeah,
1: you can. You can do that. Okay. Yeah. And then also, I got to say, too, it's like, as we've said on the, both the Rishi podcast and the patch, Gus and I are huge Civilization fans. I think Civ 6 is a wonderful addition to the franchise. I love what they did with the technology tree in particular, mm-hmm. where you can boost both the civics tree and the technology tree. Uh, you can boost your research of those by completing small tasks. So it's almost like little mini-achievements along the way. Like, oh, if you want to research sailing, if you build two galleys, you inherently, in building galleys, it's learn like if about you, sailing. If huh. you, so if you, so if you d- build
0: next to an ocean, then you've got, like, like, build a harbor, and you research sea stuff faster.
1: Yep. Or if you have horses on your land, you inherently learn horseback riding faster. Okay, right.
0: which is yeah. good because you can't you can't build horsemen without the horses.
2: Yeah, or you yeah, can it does trade seem form. like some of those are kind of dependent on the thing that you're researching. But I guess oh, some of them are. Some yeah. some of them do feel like that way. I mean, they,
1: they definitely are threaded in such a way that mm-hmm. like. But if you're like investing in like a naval society, it like you get rewarded for doing that. Okay, yeah, and then there's some. It's like oh, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna. Research feudalism. It's like, well, you need to have six farms built. It's like, well, if I don't have six farms, I'm not just gonna I'm not just like bolt out six farms really quickly. But I was gonna say, there's another 4X game that was in development for a long time that went gold or essentially went from early access to release uh, on Steam called Masters of Orion, which is a mm-hmm. classic spacefaring version of a 4X game, and that's it's really great. I've gone back and I played a game since playing Civ 6, and I've really enjoyed Masters of Orion. Teddy loves that game. J.D. loves Civ, so I'd like split my 4X time
2: between them. Have you ever played Sins of a Solar Empire?
1: Uh, back in the day, yeah, yeah. sure.
2: Yeah, that was I, I played a lot of that one. That was, mm-hmm. God, what, 10 years ago? It was a long time ago, man. I think they had a sequel, but it hasn't had one since then. Yeah, uh,
1: such a great name for a, a
2: yeah. game, too. Sins of the Solar Empire.
0: It's very evocative.
2: Yeah, sounds like a novel, doesn't it? Well, yeah. What's your two's go- go-to monarch in Civ? Because I've got to make that decision before I, I start. I
0: always tend
1: to play humans and in Americans, I pretend to play whatever I am, mm-hmm. uh, like in, I play humans in Masters of Orion, because I want to see the aliens, I don't want to see a human, okay, you know fair what I enough, mean? Yeah. And it's like, and I don't want to interface with the humans, it's more fun for me to interface with aliens, so that's the way I look at it.
0: All right. I mean, I, I go down the list, I try and do one that I haven't used before, every okay. single time. I tend Keep to randomize a lot. Yeah, and there, there are enough at this point, now that, like even with a civilization, you can sometimes pick between different rulers, and then they have their own ruler perk, that makes it that much that like that different as well.
1: It's also like in in now in Civ Six, the leader that you get, it's better to go after certain victories with them. So you really don't know what your plan is until you, if you randomize and say you get mm-hmm. France, who's way better at espionage. You know you can go for like a cultural victory mm-hmm. or you know something like that. And it's like some of some techs or or some civilizations are way more tech heavy that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So it's it can be fun to randomize, but I find I tend to play Americans and human more than anything else.
2: When you're making that much of a commitment to a certain game, it's good to find a wheelhouse that you're happy with. Yeah. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense to me.
1: So there's something else I want to talk about, something that came up. Okay. Um, which is kind We're of... you going
0: to have to do it quick.
1: Oddly, uh, it's a odd throwback to like something that was important in the early days of Rooster Teeth, and that is that Steam recently released, I don't know if it's a rule or a guideline, that the screenshots that now appear uh, in the Steam store, they have to be uh, screenshots from gameplay. You can no longer post screenshots that are pre-rendered. And Which I was makes sense. T- absolutely, totally makes sense. But it's also, it's it's a kind of a classic problem in the video game industry where it's hard sometimes to make those still images look really cool, you know? Yeah. Because like you take a still from a video game, it's like you don't really evoke that interactive experience that you get when you play mm-hmm. the game. So it can be tough. And it was actually that kind of thing was really important to Rooster Teeth in the early days, because aside from Red versus Blue, the only other way we really made money to begin with was. We don't really talk about this much, but we got such a reputation for being able to take a video game and make it look as good as it possibly can, but still be representative of the video game, that there was a commercial application for that, obviously. For television, you had to have actual gameplay. So we got contracts to shoot, like, all the gameplay footage For some really major franchises, some huge ad campaigns that, like, we had footage that showed, like, on the Super Bowl, it was of their video game. But we were showing the game and we could shoot with the in game cameras and stuff in a way that made the video game look great. So that's kind of like, I was kind of happy to see that, like, that's a rule now on Steam Mm -hmm. all these years later that it has to be screenshots and not pre rendered. It's more. And it's more honest, in my opinion.
2: It is. It, it definitely is. And I, I don't, do people actually even look at those? Honestly, I always would just look
0: for the. I the look at trailers. Yeah, I want to see the I always like motion. look for. Yeah, I look for gameplay in motion. I want to mm-hmm. see how it looks like you, when you'd actually be playing it. Because you're not. You're never playing a, a still frame unless you have a really shitty PC or a poorly optimized game
2: which I've had both at one point or another
1: <laughs> I do lots of stuff on Steam that I don't think anybody does like I go
2: through my queue <laughs> you're the guy on a
1: regular basis you're the guy that uses I'm like that. oh I should go through my queue I also I have to admit I'm right now in the process
0: are you power leveling your Steam level?
1: I am trading cards right now <laughs> yeah. on Civ 6 trying to get my full set for Civ 6
0: he was, he was I don't making, know why I'm like, doing it he was making fun of me for like trading cards and doing all this stuff and he was like how did you get like such a high Steam level and I was like I was doing this and he's like you're you're the worst, you cheater, and now guess what he does?
2: I'm, I'm
1: like level 40 <laughs> like that. It's ridiculous. You're
2: a cheater. Teach me your ways. <laughs> <laughs> it's only cheating if you're the one not doing it. All right, well, I'm spreading off to YouTube primetime. Go right. have fun. Yep. We'll, we'll just have to talk you, about it. Can you say uh, what you're playing today? We are, I think we're playing Titanfall. Oh, cool. We're perfect. Maybe, maybe we'll convince somebody to come play with us. This
1: was like one extended segue.
2: There we go, yeah. If you guys I'm play with a VR
1: it. headset on, it'll be perfect. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. And we'll We
0: can just save Westworld for the post-show. There. You oh, yeah.
1: Go. Right. We'll talk some Westworld in the post-show.
0: Yeah. Bye. Bye! That was fast. He's off. Um, Bye, everybody. Yeah, so if you want a little bit more patch in your week, um, you can find the um, Rooster Teeth patch. Post show on exclusively on the Rooster Teeth website for first members it'll go up the day the patch itself is posted publicly to everyone but if you're a Rooster Teeth first member which you are if you're watching it live uh, join us for that
1: and if you're free right now go tune into YouTube Prime and watch the Achievement Hunters play Titanfall bye everybody get out go beat it